Welcome back to another episode. Before we get into today's subject matter, just wanted to say thank you so much to everyone. In the last two weeks, our listeners have doubled, which is unbelievable and incredible to see. And that's all thanks to you all sharing our content. So if you continue to love what we do, then we continue to ask you to share it. It's amazing to see the message spread. And if you're new to the podcast, my name is Sean. I'm joined here with my father, Duran. Hello, hello. And we talk about a new subject every week. 15 20 minute episodes and then on the at the end of the week we drop a meditation about that subject matter we're excited to continue our journey and continue growing personally i see pops gets a little more excited to do these when i tell him there's more listeners so it's good it's completely natural i'm doing it for you Sean. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing it for me but you know it feels good when more there's people numbers listen. behind it good for you <laughs> i just love to drop the meditation it's like dj meditation dj drop ready that for meditation. the drop here we'll, we'll sign we'll, we'll sign into the episode with that you ready dj drop that meditation <laughs> today i want to talk about a very interesting concept that you told me about a year ago and i thought it was honestly that's one of the i don't agree you told me and i said i, I just thought to myself i do not agree at all with that and when i told you what yeah, so what you told me was that boredom is the most fertile land for creativity. Boredom is the most fertile land for creativity. And I've grown up thinking that if you're bored, then you just don't know what to do with your time. Like you're wasting your time. And so when you said that to me, I was like, that's just, I don't agree with that. Like if you're bored, find something to do. And I sat with it for a week after week after week. And I look back now and I'm, I'm thinking to myself, that. It's genius. I, I have a lot to say about that now that I've given myself some time to process it. So you want to start? You want to you add some commentary before I try to dissect my understanding of it? No, I'm really curious to hear. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's all this buildup. I want to know. Well, when you first told me that, I just thought like how ridiculous it was. It, it, one of my pet peeves is people who are like always bored. I just think it's like a lack of focus, productivity. I used to think that. And then... I realized you, you basically, like you looked me dead in the eye and you said, it's something you need to work on, Sean, because you're always producing something for you to do to keep your mind satisfied or occupied rather. And what's interesting is you even said when you sit to meditate, maybe you're, you're doing, you know, you're meditating, which is great, but you're like doing it for a purpose. It's always this like to-do list item, checklist kind of thing. And you said, I challenge you to go out camping by yourself, no technology, no one, Drive all the way over there with no music, no podcast, maybe bring a, a notebook to draw or write in, but just be in dead silence with no stimulation. You challenge me. And you said do it for like one night or two nights and come back and see what happens there. Honestly, confession, I haven't done that. <laughs> I haven't done that yet, but I see a lot more benefit in it. One night I was by myself at home and I was like, I'm going to sit by myself and just be bored. And then I realized what you meant. When there is nothing to do, like you are completely quote unquote bored, there's no time rush, you start to get so creative. I took toothpicks and made a bridge and I spent so much time making this stupid bridge for no purpose. There was no objective. It was purely for my own creative outlet, my own creative expression. I ended up throwing the bridge away, but I just sat there with no deadline. I made little people and it was it was really grounding. I felt super good. And then I started to realize when you're bored, you kind of take time away from the equation and time and deadlines. They always seem to like add stress. And 
like they undermine, they cut creativity. That's my word vomit. What do you make of that? Your vomit? Word vomit, yeah. Just oh my God, ranted. dropping and vomiting all over <laughs> me today. I like to start from the beginning. I go really back, yeah. right? You know how I like to do things. So ancient. Let's think about babies, you know, like a one or two-year-old. But they can stick a two-year-old baby and you put him on a pile of sand on the beach. You know, shaded, yeah. pile of sand on the beach, sun lotion on. Just watch him go. Two, maybe, maybe two and a half, three years old. Do you know what kind of a playground that pile of sand is for a kid? <laughs> They'll build castles and tunnels rivers and rivers and take the bucket and get some water and make waterfalls and put sticks as flags and take shells and make driveways and it's just they can do it for hours literally and people come and tell me you know i'm not creative i'm not the creative type i can't do it there's other people that are creative anybody that tells you that when they were three years old and you put them in on a pile of sand they will do the same thing it's not that the non-creative guys will go look for something else to do. They would play the same game. So we're all creative. Our brain is very creative. And if you give us this space, the beautiful, most beautiful things happen. Mm. Nowadays, in this age, kids don't have that that much. They always have some screen in front of them, right. some activity in front of them, some stimulation in front of them. There's always something, you know, that's never like this quiet and boredom. And when I was younger, when I was a child, there was a lot of hours of this. It was just... By yourself, thinking. Mm-hmm. And think about before technology, before the Industrial Revolution, when humans were just working the fields or collecting or hunting. How many hours of nothing happening were there? I mean, you're waiting to hunt an animal. It could be there for five hours, half a day, two days. You're walking to a water source. No one's talking. You're sitting, watching nature. We were so connected to nature. The nature was kind of our playground, was our the only stimulation we had. So we were thinking about what to do. And I think our brain really needs these moments of relaxation and what we call boredom. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like less stimulation mm. to reset and come up with new ideas and be more creative and be more active. But it needs that downtime. And I feel like we don't do that enough anymore. Mm. And kids just don't know how to be bored. I think it's very healthy for the brain. I think the brain waves change. We see a lot of mental sickness. We see a lot of stress sicknesses coming out of stress a lot. I just had a conversation now with someone that thinks that they got MS because of stress. Mm. It's really bad. And I feel like this boredom is a way for the brain to really come down, the brain waves to come to a healthy place to support the body, support the system. This is why meditation is so important. So when we talk about meditation, it's not about the doing, it's about not doing. Mm-hmm. Observing. Com- completely observing. And that's kind of the boredom piece. So people ask me sometimes, don't you get bored when you meditate? Huh. Like I'm, I'm, I'm actually want to get to that point of just... Sitting and watching. Exactly. And not much happening. And you know, the Western mind is very agitated about that. It's yeah. like, oh, nothing's happening. That's not good. I'm like, I feel my body. My body wants to go. I need coffee. I need to go. When it's so nice to just be. Just be. And let the brain be super calm. Mm. I feel like when that happens, a lot of creativity flows in. You clear a lot of the noise, you quiet a lot of the noise, and then the important things start to emerge. Mm. Creativity starts to emerge. Because by nature, we're very creative. Look at what humans have done in the last 2,000 years. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Just the last 100 years. It's all creativity. And I want to reference an episode with Leon Segal where he talked about creativity is actually not really always the 
creation of new ideas, but instead the connection of things that were already out there. And what you said about giving yourself the space and then quieting down that stillness, letting that stillness in and quiet the noise. When you remove the noise, you start to see the things better and then you see the connections between those things and that's when you unlock that next level of creativity. Exactly. Our mind is so loud. There's so much noise in the modern mind. We know we have a million things to do. There's traffic, there's music, background music. There's, there's all this noise really out around us and all these activities we need to do, stuff we need. Well, think about email, your Instagram direct messages, your text messages, your phone calls, news. like your Slack. It's literally, there's places where we can... News, Facebook. You're always, behind, you're always behind on something if you're trying to stay current and up to date and you never give yourself the ability to just completely sit back and watch and observe. And it's so hard to get to that place, but our bodies crave it. Our minds crave it. And it's so interesting to hear you say that like it's actually, we call it boredom because we're used to this level of stimulation that's insane now. But really what it is, is it's just space. I think it's a total mislabeled word. We call it boredom. I think it should be called space or something along the lines of like giving yourself this little bubble. Human brain really needs it. It needs the reset. It's the calmness. You know, we go on, on vision quest in nature. Vision quest in nature, you take water and a journal and a blanket. And you sit in nature for like 48 hours, 72 hours by yourself. Yeah, fasting sometimes. City people. Not sometimes. Usually, I mean, usually, usually vision you quest, fast, you, don't, yeah. you just drink. And you have to deal with hunger, which usually turns off at one point. Mm -hmm. And you just do nothing. And what happens to the city mind, the, 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 the Western mind, in the beginning it's really hard. And then there's like this... Oh, it's like release it's letting go sinking into it right and now you're noticing the bugs mm. and the butterflies you can hear the leaves wrestling and in the, the exactly, trees exactly the, the wind around you you come in contact with all the elements and you see how the earth's moving with this little animals walking there so what happens to your awareness your awareness goes from like being consumed by your thoughts to spilling out and, and instead like just including the out. space around you being part of the rhythm around you it's usually very safe I, you know, I do it and this animals come and crawl on my leg, you know, this like... <laughs> you become part of nature. Exactly. <laughs> I am. And it's just, I'm just observing it. What happens is my spirit, my busy system is kind of melting into mm -hmm. the uh, nature. Your heart slows down. Exactly. You go into parasympathetic. Exactly. And it's really, really healthy. You come back from that and you're slower. You're more present. You've done something wonderful for your mind. Wonderful for your system. There's a reset that happens. Mm -hmm. We live in boxes, removed from nature. We don't step barefoot on ground for months and years. We need that. We need that. We need that connection to nature. We need to be slower. We call it boredom. It's really healthy. Mm. I think there's such an important point there about just how stuck we get in our heads because really that is the same as meditation. Is like you're dropping your awareness. That's why a lot of mindfulness meditation, they'll bring you out of your head into your body. They're trying exactly. to pull you out of your thoughts. Exactly. This like never ending tornado of stories you tell yourself about what you need to achieve in life and who loves you and who doesn't and why and all the things you fucked up in the past. Yeah. And they pull you into your body where there is no thoughts. It's just a feeling. You're literally summoning your five senses to experience life. Like how do we feel life? Through our senses. Where do our senses live? In our body, not in our thoughts. And so then what you say about sitting in nature for a long time, your awareness goes from your body out around you to nature. And now you're becoming like way more one. I always joke about 
resyncing with the Earth's heartbeat. And the Earth's heartbeat is such a boom, boom, like a deep thud. But it's there's so a reason why they, there's a reason slow. why they call it Mother Earth. It's like slowing down to that speed, and then things start to open up. Your body gets all relaxed. Your thoughts get calm. Your creativity starts to boost. I think your relationships get healthier. All of a sudden, you start to blossom. So we can take it a step further. It's going to be a little, a little out there, a little out there. But it's okay. If you break us down to the tiniest piece, what are we? We build out of atoms. What are atoms? They're energy. Energy. They're the smallest form of yeah. form of energy that we we usually see, right? We are energy. Our body is energy. When we slow down like that, when we get bored and connected to nature and slow down like that, our vibration, our energy is getting in tune with the earth vibration and energy, which is very stable, very calm, very accepting. We slow down our vibration into a much more basic place of existence. And this is very important for us. This is why it's so important, at the very least, to go once or twice a week to nature and be in nature because it does change the way our energy in our body is moving and it's slowing us down. And they give us some sort of feeling of equanimity and calmness. And being in offices, noisy, noisy environments, around cement, transportation, exactly, disconnected from the earth is not healthy for us. We have to connect to the nature, to the land, to the earth, to the trees, because we need them for our own energy to balance. So there's something on that level as well. Like our energy our vibration of our energy, of our atoms in our body is starting to slow down and come to more rhythm with Mother Earth. And think about it. It's just like a conversation we had about mother coming the child when he's traumatized and when he's scared. This is the best way to calm yourself is by laying on, on the ground or sitting on the ground and feeling that rhythm. You're touching more life. When you're walking on a street next to a building, none of that is alive. When you're in the forest... You're around tons of it's life. It actually is alive, but it's concentrated and incorrect. Like, you know, everything is natural, right? Every single... True. It's every, all from Earth. It's all from Earth, but it's concentrated incorrectly. When you sit on the Earth, it's balanced, was balanced by the Earth. Right, not alive. It's lab. got everything there. <laughs> yeah. You know, when, you sit on con- when you're sitting on concrete, it's only one material it's or a couple of materials right. compounded together. That's not what we need. We need to be on Earth that's mostly fungi and other... Naturally occurring, balanced substances exactly and that's what helped us mm. we need to be there because we came from there and that is how you get to that fertile land that boredom how that is the most fertile land for creativity i wouldn't even say creativity anymore after this conversation i'd say i wouldn't say boredom i would say boredom is a mislabeled word in my opinion for giving yourself like space with stillness and fertile land for creativity, I would say fertile land for life and, and connection and balance think and about, creativity. Think about how f- creative the earth is. The earth created everything on top of it. Yeah. All this planetary wonder, animals, birds, everything was created by the earth, right? So the earth is creative. Nature is creative. So by doing that, slowing down, connecting to that source or that earth, we are connecting to a very creative source actually. And, you know, one of my favorite sayings is nature is never in a hurry, but everything always gets done. And to your point, you look at how creative nature is and earth is, and it's not in a hurry to do it. It happens naturally. And I think when we can slow down and match that wavelength, 
and that flow, that speed of nature, it helps us move forward actually more efficiently. It's true. Nature takes care of business, but it's sometimes expedite. What we see right now with fires and water rising, this has to do with expediting certain cycles, and we may be creating some of that ourselves. It's not that the earth's going to suffer. People are going to suffer. The earth's going to be fine. Yeah. They're gonna, it's going to reset. Boom. Exactly. Ice age, a few comments, a few comments, and Bye-bye. we're good. Bye-bye. All right. Well, that was a good conversation. Do you want to add? I'm going to sum it up. Do you want to add anything before? I would say, I kind of already summed it up a little bit, but you know, this was a saying that took me some time to chew on and digest. And I had to really move away from this notion that sitting and doing nothing wasn't actually being unproductive, but instead it was letting my system reset, rebalance, and allowing me to reach a place where I could, you know, my land was more fertile for the things that I wanted to do, whether that was creativity or connection with people or even go back to work and do things that are more like you know productive more work oriented but really giving myself this like quote-unquote boredom and this space to just be and sit back and watch and observe turned out to be one of the most fertile things I could do for my own self my own well-being so I'm sorry for judging you no I'm not sorry for judging you we talked about judgment I judged you when you told me that boredom was the most fertile land for creativity but I've had some time to reflect and I think there's a lot of truth in what you said. So thank you for sharing that concept with me and hopefully you all took something away from that concept here today. Okay, let's turn it off and get bored for like 10 minutes. (laughs) Okay, we got to go get bored. We'll see you back here next week. (laughs) 